has a contradiction between three different prices regarding the situation when a person forgets to make a bracha before he eats, a person does make a bracha rishon and starts eating. So what's the halacha? The brisa, one brisa says bolin, you should swallow it. One brisa says polten, take it out, make the bracha and then, you know, eat it. And one says misalkin, move it to the side of your mouth. The brisa says low cash, it all depends on the situation. If it's something disgusting to take out, so push it to the side of your mouth. You're not going to take out a half-chewed strawberry. Push it to the side and make a bracha. If it's a piece of a big apple that you took, uh, didn't even put a bite in, so take it out, pull it and take it out, make a new bracha and put it back in. What's the case of bowl and when can you swallow it? So the Gemara says for something that's mashkin in a drink. And therefore, seemingly, when you take that drink, you put the drink down, the question therefore becomes, then what? Do you make a bracha afterwards or not? So the tour in Simin Kuf Ayin quotes Machlokas, the Rabbeinu Hananel versus the Rush. According to Rabbeinu Hananel, you do not make another bracha afterwards. According to the Rush, you do. In other words, once you're done drinking that drink because you can't spit it out or whatnot, should you make a bracha? Says Rabbeinu Hananel, no, you should not make a bracha. Uh, you already drank it. <clears throat> and according to the Rush, you still can make a bracha afterwards. And one may wonder what's behind this Machlokas. Why should you be able to make a bracha afterwards and why not? There's a fascinating machlokas in Meseches, uh, Brachos, early on in Daf Yud Beis, Amad Aleph, regarding a situation where a person is besafek regarding a bracha, Pirchas Hana. And the Psak Tosus quotes in terms of Rabbeinu Alphas, the riff says, is it's a safek brachas lakula. When in doubt, leave it out. Don't make the bracha like all other classic brachos. And that's the Psak of the riff and the Rush and others. However, interestingly, the Ri says, no, it should go lechumra. In other words, if it's a suffix bracha, so if a birkas anenin, you actually go l'chomer and make the other bracha. So everyone wants to know, where does that come from? Why is that the case? Shabbiki Vegar has a fascinating insight. Shabbiki Vegar explains that the reason why, according to the Ri, you go l'chomer is because brachos are a matir. It really belongs to God, and you should not be eating it. But once you make a bracha, now it belongs to, belongs to God, and now it belongs to you. It's a matir, it's a permission slip. By contrast, the riff and the rush seemingly believe that a bracha rishon is not a matir. It's just a way of, it's a, a situation where you can praise God. It's an opportunity to praise God, to say thank you to God. That's a fascinating kakira. Is the goal of a bracha rishon to matcha the food for you? That's what the re would say. <clears throat> well, according to the riff and the rush, it would just be another classic bracha situation in life where you make brachos. Another potential naf community to the shayla would be whether or not you can make a bracha on machalos asuros. According to the Rambam, you don't. Well, according to the Ravid, you do. And many explain the reason why according to the Rambam, you don't is because this is not a situation where you should be making a bracha. You're eating asher food, you're eating tray food, you're eating basar b'chalav or whatever you're eating. How could you make a bracha on that? Whereas according to the Ravid, there's a good chance you would make a bracha because since it's a matir, you're at least not stealing. In other words, according to the Ravid, you're eating tray food, but if you wouldn't make a bracha, you'd be eating tray food and stealing. This is a matcha. This allows you to eat it, and that would be perhaps another naf community to the Shiloh. If this is the case, maybe that's really good what's going on in the rush versus the Rebbeinu Hananel. According to the rush, you make a bracha afterwards because there are certain situations in life where you should make a bracha. Ideally, you should make it beforehand, but if not, at least make it afterwards. That's because it's a matzav shal bracha. It's a wonderful situation where you make a bracha. According to the Rebbeinu Hananel, it's actually a matzav. It's a permission slip. It removes the gzela. It only makes sense to make the bracha beforehand. And if you don't make the bracha beforehand, so you don't make it afterwards either. That may be what's going on in this machlok. the Rambam versus Pardon me, the rush versus Rebbeinu Hananel. The Ashkafic message is one of two. Brachos are situations that allow food to become to us. We could matter and make it ours, or certain situations where you praise God for the food.